You've tuned into The Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to The Dr. Lowe Show. What is up, my loves? It is Dr. Lauren Noel. You're listening to Dr. Lowe's show. If you are new to the show, I am a naturopathic doctor and I talk about all things health from a natural medicine perspective, whether it's gut health or hormones or detox or natural cancer treatments or just healthy mindset, how to deal with, you know, relationships. All of this pertains to health. And so I've been doing the show now for nine years. It's pretty wild. Is it eight years? Eight years. It'll be nine years in January. Um, kind of an OG podcaster, if I can give myself a little credit, if I could toot my own horn. Um, but you know, done a couple hundred episodes or more. I've lost count. I'm a new mom. So mom brain. But welcome. It's good to have you. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, thank you so much for the continued love and the support. And thanks for still riding with me. You probably have, I've had people listen to the shows from the very beginning. And I tell you, if you have, you have seen and witnessed a very, just very thorough transformation just in myself as an, as what was then a new doctor you know, from just being fresh out of school to now having a successful practice in San Diego, it's been pretty and pretty exciting. And, um, so I'm honored to still be doing the show and to have, you know, over a couple million listens at this point. It's pretty, pretty cool. So thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for spreading the, the word and telling your friends and family about the show. I'm hurrying through this intro because Zion is in the, in the next room taking a nap and this is like the only opportunity I have to record this intro. <laughs> anyway, so let me cut to the chase. The episode is all about gut health. This is an episode actually that was recorded a while back with my good friend, Dr. Grace Liu, who we actually, oh, he's crying. Okay. We actually ended up going to Bali together actually prior to getting pregnant last year and, but this was recorded way before that. I found this in my archives and realized I had never posted the show. So you are going to love it. Just a couple little things before I jump into the episode. First, if you are local to the San Diego area, you want to mark your calendar for October 10th. Um, that evening, we're having a free event at my clinic, Shine Natural Medicine, and the topic is treating depression anxiety naturally. So if you yourself deal with depression or anxiety or know anyone who does, definitely let them know. Dr. Francesca is one of our fabulous doctors. She's going to be leading the teaching and um, answering your questions and sharing some solutions that you can be incorporating that really work. So if you are not local, you can check it out on our Instagram page. It will be an Instagram live, and that's over at shinenaturalmedicine.com. Also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Dr. Lowe. So D-O-C-T-O-R underscore L-L. Second exciting announcement is we have a new podcast sponsor, and this is perfect for what I'm currently experiencing right now, which is getting my pre-baby body back, which let's be honest, it's forever changed, but I am really motivated to start working out again. And I just 
I'm not really fitting a lot of my pre-baby workout clothes. And a lot of them are just kind of not cute anymore. So I am bringing in some new clothes with some new sizes and things that I just feel really good in. So if you're familiar with the company Fabletics, that is one of our new podcast sponsors. So this is a, a workout company that was started by Kate Hudson back in 2013. And the whole point of Fabletics is being able to really give women options of cute workout clothes that are affordable. So think like Lululemon, but a lot more affordable that are just as cute, but ones that you can actually get a little more frequently because it's not going to break the bank. So I'm all about that. You can check them out over at fabletics.com. It's spelled F-A-B-L-E-T-I-C-S.com slash Dr. Low, D-R-L-O. And For my listeners, they're giving a special deal where you can get two pairs of leggings for only 24 bucks. So how to do that is on their website, you want to do their quiz that will customize which style and what type of gear would be best kind of for your style. And then if you enter your email, then you'll get that particular deal. So two leggings for 24 bucks. And I highly recommend their leggings that have the control top, especially if you have some belly stuff that you are working on, or really just want to feel comfortable in your clothes. You know, like I'm all about loving our bodies right now in this moment. There's nothing to do or change. Like we really get to celebrate who we are and how we look in every single moment and, you know, continuing to get healthier and improve on our health and all of that. That's what it's about. And that's what I'm embracing. So, but let's feel good in what we're wearing in the meantime. So I'm all about that. So again, check them out. Fabletics.com, F-A-B-L-E-T-I-C-S.com slash Dr. Low, D-R-L-O. All right, let's jump into the show and talk all about gut health. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. So we have one of my girlfriends on the show that I have wanted to get on for a while and I'm so excited we're finally making it happen. So we have Dr. Grace Liu. I have a brain crush on her and it, <laughs> Dr. Grace and I actually met, gosh, what, how many years ago did we meet? Four oh my God. Ago? Yeah, like, yeah, two thousand. yeah, several AHSs and paleo FXs. And it was like love at first sight. We just geeked out on <laughs> life and love and so many things. And it's been really fun just keeping in touch on what we've been up to with our, you know, careers and, and having a, a mutual interest in gut health. So we always geek out on that one whenever you see each other. But Dr. Grace Liu, if you guys aren't familiar, she's a uh, functional medicine practitioner, and she is the founder of the Gut Institute. She's a clinical pharmacist with a doctorate practice of over 20 plus years, specializing in complex disease management. Super smart. I mean, I could pick your brain for hours. Let's just be real. Um, <laughs> big focus <laughs> on gut health, and you've been a speaker at many different events like Ancestral Health Symposium from various years, 2011 and 2017, Paleo Convention in Berlin, Paleo FX. Um, and I know you've also been interviewed on various platforms like Women's Health UK Magazine on, on skin, gut, microbiome, that'd be fun to talk about. And, um, and also just various uh, summits. Uh, and then also with the, the Better Belly Summit with lots, lots of amazing speakers that, that we know of and um, Bulletproof Radio, all kinds of stuff, girl. You are busy. 
<laughs> Welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Thank you so much, Lo. I've known Dr. Lo. Yeah, we've had so much functional fun and otherwise. <laughs> and I, I get like big brain, you know, booty and boob like crushes on Dr. Lo. <laughs> We have just too much fun. brain and butt. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. I definitely want to get into the, the beauty gut connection. That's really interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's get a little bit of a personal background. Why are you into natural health? Tell us a little bit of your personal story. Yeah. I used to be like super, super conventional pharmacy, conventional medicine. And um, after I kind of had my own health journey and problems with pharmaceuticals, I realized, oh, you know, they, they deplete us. They make us age faster. You know, uh, I had a big birth control problem and a lot of antibiotics growing up. My, you know, my dad's a doctor and he didn't know this, you know, but we got lots of antibiotics growing up. And then all of my siblings and I developed an autoimmune problem, mm. which really, you know, caused a lot of health issues. Um, but fortunately, we're really lucky um, and kind of got over it. But I switched over to functional medicine um, a couple years ago and found it just holds so many solutions. Um, and people can get better bodies, you know, better yeah. skin. Better How'd you first hear about functional medicine? I'm curious. Oh, wow. You know, I have a couple mentors and they just pulled me into it. You know, we, we just found each other online. I mean, thank God for the internet. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I, I enlisted with IFM Institute of Functional Medicine, took the AFM CP, which is uh, applying functional medicine in clinical practice, which is awesome. I highly recommend it to coaches and uh, concierge doctors, clinicians, anybody. It's, it's so great. And um, I just, you know, personally, I, I used to teach and then I, I love like primary uh, medicine. I mean, you know, primary peer reviewed literature and the medicine, evidence-based medicines that base, is, that's based on it. So a lot of the things I kind of just read all the original articles. Um, so, and try to translate that into like how it would mean for our health. Um, and I loved your talks. Like you go ca into cases like clinical function and functional medicine for anybody, you know, that's easy to understand with labs. Mm -hmm. I think, I think all of us, you know, are becoming better and better at being advocates of our own health because we have to, because yeah. there's like on one side, you know, we have big food, big pharma, big Walmart, big everything trying to shove all kinds of crap down our throat. And if you don't pay attention, you know, our kids, our pets, our own bodies, you know, will kind of get sort of messed up with yeah. these products. I mean, like, yeah, orange juice is like the new cigarette, you know, full of mm. fructose and, you know, sugar and things that'll make us, you know, toxic, brain dead and cancerous, you know, if we're not careful, you know, if we just listen to all the media. Isn't it crazy? You do have to be a bit of a rebel to be healthy nowadays. You, I think if I, if I were to have taken the advice of every doctor I've ever seen, I would be pretty sick right now. So I, and I was there yeah. and I was a big pusher. I used to put push statins and all kinds of cardio drugs. Oh my God. Like, yeah, like there was no tomorrow wow. until I got my own damage. And I looked at the data, all the fine print. It's like, oh, well, if you want to get cancer, take birth control. Okay. If you wow. want to go into early. How was that for you? It's like, it's like the matrix, you know, the veil is lifted. You see the world differently. And here you are a pharmacist who is continually giving drugs. And, and I don't want to, you know, talk down on drugs is there's no benefit. Yeah. I still use some, you know, I mean, I, I, I still promote some that I think are awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we have to be selective. I, I went into, well, I had Hashimoto's growing up. Uh, but fortunately I kind of was able to kind of get out of that. So in my, you know, teens and twenties, like horrible Hashimoto's, but was able to get out of that after I discovered working out and kind of just eating more naturally and ancestral, you know, Asian diet. And then um, be, right before I switched to functional medicine, I developed three years of chronic fatigue, like 
I couldn't get out of bed. Um, I had horrific, uh, because of a, a really strong birth control, I, I developed like systemic immune suppression and different overgrowths and gut problems, major massive gut problems. And fortunately, I, you know, I, I found functional medicine that really helped me get out of the hole. And then a lot of my clients are very, very, very similar. You know, they have ancestral ge genetics, you know, different mutations like FUT2, MTHFR, you know, CBS, BIGM, just, just to list a couple, but like we, we go through that. So in our protocols, you know, we kind of look at the bypasses that will help um, bring health faster because it's all in our blueprint. Not, not everyone exposed to a standard American diet or standard medications ends up being really ill or sick. You know, usually there's something going on. Um, like for instance, um, I know you're related to women's health um, and uh, fertility, and um, I love you know I love your idea of uh, your class coming up. That's so amazing. It'll help so many women because there, there's we have most people like 99% of all my clients have a CYP1B1 uh, mutation, which is, is just a mutation that we don't clear estrogens. And unfortunately, estrogen is the oldest, oldest, oldest steroid on freaking earth. Hmm. Every living thing on earth has a receptor for it including plants. So that's known as like phytoestrogens, right? And then all the way from insects, boa constrictors, reptiles, birds, you know, and mammals, <clears throat> everyone, it's an intricate kingdom signal. And I, of course, have multiple mutations. So when, when I got exposed to the birth control and then like just having plastics and phthalates and flame retardants, all these things, chemicals are estrogenic. It just like bombarded my body. And when, when people have really high estrogen or chemicals that are similar to it that will turn on the receptors, then they can hyperproliferate. That means they'll, they'll grow extra tissue where it doesn't belong, where there's inflammation, where the immune system's kind of going nuts. In nature, you know, steroids and estrogens are kind of rare and scarce, you know, but now we, we can concentrate things like petrol, you know, oil is like concentrated into plastic. And then it's now in our water, you know, it's on our skin, it's in our Vaseline and other products. And unfortunately our body, will recognize it as an estrogen. So then it can proliferate. And what that means is it can cause like warts or overgrowths or cancers, whether they're benign or malignant. So when my body got like kind of exposed to all that, like even, even despite having some detox and stuff, um, it's, it's really hard to get rid of because steroids, our body does so many things to recycle steroids. And that's kind of the problem if you mix it in with a CYP1B1 mutation. So and then unfortunately with the gut, you know, if there's a lot of hyperproliferation, it's hard for the gut to recover. So I found that with a lot of my clients, we, we had to kind of boost immunity and then lower estrogen burdens for them to get faster gut healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, fascinating. And so you figured this out for yourself. And so addressing it, obviously you, I would assume you noticed some real improvements in your health. And so obviously that would then make you pretty passionate about sharing this with people, right? Is that kind of how things went? Yeah. I mean, poop is like almost everything because <laughs> we can see so much going on there. Uh, yeah. Usually when there's overgrowths going on, that inflammation triggers our body into that estrogen dominant state for one thing. And then we can see the metabolites now, you know, on testing, especially something called the urine organic acid test, which I love reading for people. Yeah. Because you can look at stool testing, but it's so primitive right now. I mean, not to yeah. <laughs> bash all the stool tests out there, but they don't show a lot, you know, because a lot of things are going upstream. They're, they're occurring upstream in the small intestines. So we, our gut kind of has like two compartments, right? Uh, small intestine and the large intestines. And unfortunately the large, where the poop comes from, the large intestine is only 1.5 meters, whereas our small intestines is five to six meters long. It's all way up there and it's very high, high surface area. 
and it's very hard to kind of clean up, you know, um, it's as big as a tennis court. So a lot of times I tell my clients, you know, we're going to be kind of cleaning it, but it's like cleaning it with a toothbrush and it's the size of a tennis court. Right. You don't like, yeah, it, it will take probably at least six months, you know, it's not overnight and people usually don't get sick overnight. Like when we go back and track certain things, you know, we go back and they can kind of track like estrogen dominance really, even when they're young, like some people get their periods when they're nine or 10, you know, that's, huge estrogen dominance or for men you know they have acne or like some kind of gut issue either they're not pooping or they are pooping you know it's same with women as well some some may not have a stool for like a week okay yeah <laughs> not only is that a detox problem but it's it's sort of like um it's a it's a sign it's a big signature that there are things growing in the gut that cause um paralysis kind of it's slowing the gut motility and there's so much gut dysbiosis, maybe there's no serotonin. We need serotonin to move. Actually, that's part of motility. Um, and we have a second brain in the gut, and it has to be nourished, and it produces all our neuro, uh, neurotransmitters for us, as well as it really ties in with adrenals, you know, and adrenaline and cortisol and all our, our, um, our massive hormones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how is it that the gut actually affects hormones? Like, Make it like an easy connection for people to understand because it seems like two very different systems. Yeah, it seems like it, it, it you know, we're, we're all connected, it's just like on earth or like um, our friends, right? Or, or the fa- our Facebook networks, like we're all connected, right? And in our organ systems, uh, we actually have highways. Um, it's, it's called the lymph circulation or just the blood vessel circulation, but the lymph is very special. It carries steroids, it carries fat, steroids, and even our food, like the instant we eat carbs, it gets made into fatty acids, triglycerides. Um, There's a glycerol backbone and, you know, um, three fatty acids are hooked up, but they're carbs that are made into shorter chain carbon, you know, so even, even our carbohydrates get made into fats in our body and it's the lymph that carries it all. Unfortunately, that's also where it's a highway for actually bacteria to get stuck or even yeast to get stuck. So when I look at like a testing, you know, I'm looking for what's overgrowing. Is it fungal? Is it bacterial? Is it clostridium? And, because everything's connected, um, our body has certain channels. Okay. So there's only like, I believe there's only two channels in our body. Like one is thriving. Okay. Like high fertility thriving. And then the other is effed (laughs) (laughs) and it doesn't really play on both channels at one time. Oh, people may feel like it does, but it actually isn't, isn't really when we really are looking at like biophysics and biochemistry and biometabolites coming out from the gut. So if our gut is all messed up and it's leaking, okay, and we can look at what's um, the metabolites on urine organic acid, like we can really see what's leaking because it's all there. If it's too high, that always signifies that things are leaking. And when they're leaking, we have inflammation. Um, Our body does not like foreign obstacles uh, you know, foreign subject uh, objects or like things like food antigens. So like if someone's eating, a, you know, even a little bit of dairy or wheat or even protein, like a lot of people go vegan and they feel a lot better. You know, I believe them because if you have a leaky gut and you're eating any kind of protein, whether it's a sticky protein, like gluten or dairy casein, <clears throat> or it's just regular meat, if it's streaming into your bloodstream and it doesn't belong there, your immune system is going to be on high alert. Mm. And it'll be like, hey, F you, you're screwing me. And then it'll try to get rid of it. It makes antibodies against it. And that's why a lot of vegans, yeah, when they actually let go of meat, they do feel a little better. It's because they're allergic to even the protein they're eating, mm. especially egg protein. You know, we already know egg protein is a big deal on food allergen, allergen testing, but actually all protein is. I don't care if it's bison, beef, <laughs> you know, the most expensive elk on earth. I don't, I don't care if you fucking hunt it yourself. Yeah. Okay? 
<laughs> you're going to be allergic to it and you kind of have to rotate it out. And I learned that actually from a lot of Olympic uh, coaches because all their athletes have a, a minor amount of permeability when they're doing high endurance, you know, working out or hit or any kind of high intensity workouts because you have a brief amount of permeability. Even when we like brush our teeth or we're straining, those are times our, our, our body leaks a little bit. Those are just natural ways we leak a little bit. But yeah, when we work out and all the blood leaves our gut and it's going to the extremities, you know, our muscles, our glutes, you know, the heart, um, there's a little bit of permeability or a lot for some people, you know, especially if they have a lot of like things growing in their gut that don't belong there. Mm -hmm. So when there's all these things growing on in the gut, it turns on our inflammatory pathways. And unfortunately, there's something um, that I know you talk about a lot, pregnenolone steel, I, I call it steroid steel. So when there's inflammation going on, instead of being all happy and whole and making tons of great fertility hormones. So for men, it's like testosterone, women, progesterone, instead of making those, they're only making cortisol instead to keep everything going. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we're in the high cortisol state, or it's just cortisol dysregulated, it could be either low or high, too low, too high during the day. And we can obviously see this on testing as well. Um, but when we're doing that, we're not in a really high fertile state. And that's when we get into issues like estrogen dominance. Because for men, um, testosterone goes to estrogen. And then for women, um, estrogen can go either to testosterone. So that's like a PCOS state. That happens to a lot of women. Um, or there's just a high estrogen state. So progesterone, which they naturally should have more of, will go to estrogen. So mm -hmm. in a way, you know, we see this like gendering, ben gender bending, you know, changes with hormones these days. It's not yeah. just like all our amphibians, frogs, yeah, and reptiles you know, who uh, live in contaminated rivers that are changing genders and becoming all female. There are like almost no more like male frogs on earth mm -hmm. um, because of polluted, um, you know, really high estrogen chemicals in the water and glyphosate and pesticides, all these like mess up their biomes. Um, but it's happening to humans and we, and we see it a lot. You know, women have more aggression and high testosterone state and they're very low on progesterone. And then men, right, they all are, have, many have this estrogen dominant state all my, all my gut clients do, you know, it's, it's very obvious when we check e uh, either blood or Dutch testing Yeah, and, and they have very low testosterone. I mean, fuck, like I have more testosterone than some of them. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no. Yeah. When we fix the gut, we always see all the hormones shift in six weeks or less. They, me, they tell me, yeah, morning wood comes back. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. And for wow. men, yeah, their SHBG is the binding globulin. It makes uh, testosterone unavailable. It will go down by half. Yeah. And we see free testosterone grow up 30, 40% in just six to eight weeks. So when, my, you, when you see the SHBG that's out of range, are you automatically thinking gut? Oh, always. And yeah. usually estrogen dominance. Like they need some blockers. We use a lot of DIM and Chrysin, actually. Yeah. Those are chemicals. Yeah. yeah, we use a Chrysin. lot of Chrysin comes from passion flower. I mean, that's why passion flower is awesome. Yeah. And unfortunately, we need some botanical plant, you know, um, treatment because we're just in this awful state. I mean, it's just temporary. It's not like forever and ever. But yeah, my MMA fighters, um, there's one product I love from Designs for Health. Um, all Even some of my women are on, the, on this and they feel awesome on it. Um, but they're on like six capsules a day of libido stim M and it's mm -hmm. amazing. It's a synergistic combo of passion flower, dim and chrysin. And we, we see free testosterone just go um, great on that. And then wow. the women actually free testosterone goes down because instead of estrogen streaming, all the progesterone and estrogen streaming to testosterone for PCOS women, instead we see progesterone normalizes and even five alpha DHT gets better 
we don't, we don't see so much hair, let's say for women, because DHT goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for women dealing with things like uh, male pattern baldness, kind of symptoms. Exactly. Like yeah. Their hair and nails come pain. back. Yeah. Exactly. We, we don't want to be men. <laughs> yeah. I love men, but we don't want to be men. <laughs> right. Let men be men. Um, yeah. Wow. It's cool. So, and then, and then with the, the gut hormone connection, if you're not having a regular bowel movement, you're going to be circulating more of those estrogens, right? Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. So important. So, um, and we can easily break the cycle in just four, four weeks only. So how does that work? How do you break the cycle? So we have, uh, I work with client executives, multitasking moms, a lot of athletes, um, you know, elite Spartan racers, uh, Ironman, and, and I work with a lot of MMA fighters. And what we do is we have four phases. Each phase is two months. And each phase, we're really focusing on a couple of different things. And three of the most important things is one, one first is immunity. Everything's immunity. Uh, we don't get into health issues unless immunity is involved. And I'm kind of grateful for all the health issues I had because I really got to see, you know, the insides and outs of immunity. But 80% of our immunity is in our gut. So we still have to do certain things, you know, to support immunity. Second is gut. We always look at gut. And then third, we require all our clients to get a nutrigenomic analysis through 23andMe mm-hmm. um, because that gives us the fastest recovery plan. You know, everyone's uh, genetics are different. That's why, you know, some people get ill with certain uh, influences and others don't. And the bypasses um, that we can get, you know, knowing someone's SNPs and mutations gets us results a lot faster. There are, you know, bypasses for everything that shows up on there. And then once someone's healthy, I don't even really care what the mutations are because they're probably not even like on. And even our gut flora, the pathogens can turn certain things on and off. And even our good flora can turn certain things on and off. So that's why it's important to look at the whole profile in the gut, you know, looking at who's in there, what's in there. To me, it's like a financial portfolio. You know, we can have assets, right? Or a bunch of liabilities. And when someone comes to me, yeah, and they have a lot of liabilities, it's like, okay, holy fuck, like, you're really not going to last very long with all this debt, you know, or in liabilities and like, you know, <laughs> cash leaking out everywhere, right? So we, we rebuild stuff, we rebuild assets, we give diversity, right? We build in like, a lot of great, like, S&P and other stocks and Berkshire Hathaway, and, you know, like, you know, stable, really good, you know, performing, high performing stocks, you know, strains that we know are really good for people and yeah. how to, how to fuel it and feed it. Yeah. So we're kind of like the portfolio manager on that, but it's, it's not overnight. Yeah. And you know, we sh- I like to teach people, like show them what to look out for, what strains we're looking out for and how we look at and see all the overgrowths, you know, they go down every, you know, every two or three months when we're rechecking, we see them go down and down and then they feel great. They tell us like all the time, like, Oh, I'm so grateful. They're not, you know, I'm not looking at all these like, you know, things that don't work for me anymore on the internet, you know, or they say, Oh, I have so much energy and I feel more calm and happy like that more than they ever have, even as a teen or someone in their twenties. I love it. So cool. So I'm curious, the test that you do for, um, the, uh, organic acids, is that metametrics or, um, I love, um, metametrics in Genova, but the best test on the market is actually great plains. Okay. Yeah. And it's so inexpensive. It's 299 and it gives so much information. It gives you all the adrenal patterns. So I don't even run, like, I don't run cortisol salivary anymore to look mm-hmm. at adrenals. I look at this one. I only look mm-hmm. at this one. And, and then do people have to be off probiotics or enzymes or anything? You know what I do? I um, just have them take it all. Like they yeah. don't stop anything. Uh, Cause we can kind of see the pattern um, when they go into it, if they know what they're on. Yeah. So we, we don't have them follow instructions on there at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah. We can get a personalized diet from it. Cause it tells us like if they're high oxalates, high salicylates and you know, high, um, high nutrient depletion. So we can give a personalized diet based on it and mm-hmm. tailor the gut protocols based on it. What's overgrowing. We can also see aspergillus, you know, people have like, if they're really immune compromised, they get, they have mold and mycotoxin issues and the furans on that test. There's two markers for furans, which really tell us how bad the, the fungal overgrowths are, but they are indicators of aspergillus and other environmental bacteria, uh, fungal overgrowths. And they don't really belong in the gut. It's only if you're immunocompromised. I'm not saying someone's AIDS, you know, but there's, yeah. you know, kind of, you can easily be immunocompromised, right? Um, low. Cause like on, like stool testing, if we don't see SIGA, if it's below 70 or 80, I kind of feel like it's pretty immune compromised. Some people come to me, they're flatlined. There's no SIG IGA, mm-hmm. no secretory IGA, which is our, our main protective immunoglobulin arm, defense arm for all mucosa. So that goes for like vaginal, uterine, mouth, sinus, and gut. And because of overgrowth and like just running people, running themselves down, you know, it can be like zero which is never a good sign, but we, we, always we see like in just two months, this will pop back up to normal. And what happens wow. is when it normalizes, it'll be like flaring, like all red, but that's because their body's actually making it again. Mm-hmm. But if they're so tired and immunity's hit because the, the body's like dealing with all these overgrowths, you know, in the small intestines, then, you know, they're just tired. It's kind of like, it's like the cleaning crew, you know, they're just tired. <laughs> they don't want to work anymore. <laughs> Makes so much sense. I want to hear about bacterial beauty and then we can talk about maybe some solutions for people. to Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about that. You were interviewed by women's health about bacterial beauty. What is that? So people don't connect, you know, how our butt bacteria, you know, (laughs) related to beauty. And yeah, so they interviewed me. It was really great. And I got to talk about um, the microbiome and the terrain that we have in the gut and how it can really impact acne or any other skin conditions and skin disorder like psoriasis, eczema, dry skin. Um, And what our clients tell us all the time is, you know, after doing the gut protocol, even for like a month or two, their skin starts to get a lot better. And by the end, um, not only are they not flaring for acne, you know, eczema, psoriasis, eating certain foods, they, they usually know what the triggers are. If not, they learn what they are when they're working with us. They tell us by the end, even when they eat the foods that normally trigger, they don't get, they don't get triggered for their acne, psoriasis, or eczema anymore. So the key is, um, there's, you know, a couple things. Um, as the gut's getting better, um, the bacteria that can translocate, that means they can go anywhere from the gut, through the highways, you know, anywhere, including the skin. Um, as they are dying off, you know, and we're replacing them with really healthy, protective uh, probiotics and gut flora, um, what happens is there's a smoothing out of the skin. Wrinkles go away, blemishes, acne, even melasma, which is related to hormones, right? Because again, hormones is just a reflection of the central inflammation, the inflammation from the gut. And what we see is, um, also we do a lot of things to push, you know, normal um, hormones to get, get people there a little bit faster with different botanicals and like libido stim But what we see is that acne can completely disappear, psoriasis can completely disappear without any drugs, and eczema can completely disappear when we can get the portfolio in the gut to switch over, you know, to a high percentage of assets, you know, great responding <laughs> uh, bacterial strains, um, and we're able to remove, you know, eradicate and get rid of, a lower, you know, lower the populations of kind of the bad things. So some of the bad things we often see are strep and staph and E. coli, and fungal overgrowth. These are the most common. Staph and strep are really bad. Um, these are known as gram-positive bacteria. So you don't have to get, I hope the audience doesn't get too like um, messed up on that. Yeah, but they're just gram-positive. And we need good gram-positive to fight 
bad gram positive basically. And if we've had rounds of antibiotics or stress or high sugar diets, then we kill off our good gram positives and then we're only left with the bad ones. So things like um, staph and strep. Mm -hmm. And as we are using antibiotics or even like functional medicine botanicals, which are too strong, I believe, you know, so we use like very, very gentle ones in our protocols, but like high, high dose ones aren't great because then you're also still selecting because in nature, these are killing agents, even in nature. And if they're high dose berberine, high dose oregano oil, high, high dose, um, any of these, thyme or rosemary, anything super high dose, um, we're, we're kind of selecting for nastier species in the, in the gut. So we only use very, very low doses synergistically with, you know, soothing, you know, soothing um, botanicals that nourish, you know, and actually they super speed the growth of the good ones actually what, from what we see. Mm -hmm. So as we see this shift over, the skin will turn over. And what people tell us that the hair starts really growing out, even blacker, darker, if they're, you know, um, if they're getting white hair. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And their skin gets smoother. We, we sometimes see like complete resolution of psoriasis on some of our phases. Obviously, you know, we're doing rounds of different um, rehab. So it, yeah. it, it often will come back as, as we go through things, but each time, you know, it goes to a new baseline and people will tell us, Oh, this is like the best it's ever been. You know, sometimes we have regression because we're killing things off. And when, when things die off, unfortunately there's something, a reaction called die off or, you know, more technical term is Herxheimer. But as the cell contents are being opened up and unleashed, they're kind of inflammatory, right? I don't know if you have good ways of dealing with it. We basically have to have kind of like clients stop protocols in, uh, you know, temporarily, or that we bind things up, like either with charcoal or clay or corella, right. um, it's really helpful. But sometimes it's just, it just takes time. And, you know, if they have, if they're highly functional, they have to kind of just stop everything temporarily. Yes. Our terrain is just so big. It's as big as a tennis court. We're mm -hmm. just causing it to all like come out. And so it's not fun. Yeah. It's sometimes not fun in the beginning, but um, the, the reward is that people get permanent resilience, permanent endurance, permanent energy, and that's, that's the goal for life for longevity, happy, wholeness, you know, and not having to deal with all these skin issues. Right. If you really want to have like a strong disposition, like a really strong vitality, it, it comes down to your gut being in balance, your gut being healthy, period. There's really no yeah, other way around it. And that's going to give you sustained energy, you know, balanced mood, uh, you know, glowing from the inside out, really. I didn't actually even realize how important the vaginal microbiome was um, low until I heard your podcast, like a radio show <laughs> you know, several years ago. That term, that like was so That's funny. Cool. How to have so a healthy awesome. vagina. Exactly. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes for you guys. Yeah, it was, it's such a great episode. You guys have to hear it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Dr. Carrie Jones, she came on the show on that. And now she is, you know, medical director of Dutch. So. You, you actually were being interviewed with your host. It was just you actually. That, oh, that funny. Like a while, yeah, I think it was like, yeah, way long ago, maybe two 2012 or 11. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll so we, we, we try, yeah, we try to rehab the whole terrain, tongue to tail, vagina included, sinuses, mm -hmm. everything. <laughs> so yeah, often my ladies think it's a little odd, but we poke up their, you know, probiotics whenever we can, because we have to change all the terrain and it all like connects to the gut. It makes the gut heal a lot faster. Yeah. And a lot of my ladies, yeah, we do like you buy vaginal, you know, analysis and they're full of strep and staff and all kinds of like stuff. And it's not ideal. Um, it's, you know, yeah. And um, it's really easy to switch up though, you know. So let's say you have a lady who you do a vaginal, you know, microbiome and it's like ongoing vaginal stuff. Do you address it vaginally or do you have them do it gut wise or you both? You know what? Everyone has issues. So yeah. anyone who's had antibiotics, you've, you've wiped out the terrain in your vagina. I'm sorry. You may not have signs of BV, bacteria. 
bacterial vaginosis or signs of you know yeast infections, uh, fungal mm-hmm. overgrowths. But we we presume it because if it's in the gut, there's n- no way it doesn't transfer up into the vagina as well. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So we actually do the vaginal ubiome. It's always messed up. Like mm-hmm. I, the the number. Okay, so our gut as as we go like okay diversity wise. Um, the more important our terrain is, um, sometimes actually less diverse it is. So for the vaginal microbiome, it's the least diverse out of all the terrains on, on our human body. And the reason is because it has to stay highly acidic and it's the pathway, the birth, it's the birth canal for babies coming out. And the main uh, probiotic there should be Lactobacillus crispidus, which unfortunately isn't a probiotic yet. It's, there's actually a Bayer company working on it. But what we've seen is when we rehab the vaginal microbiome, we get uh, Lactobacillus crispidus coming back and it's like 99.9% dominant. Mm. And that's the key. And what in vitro studies show is like if they put Lactobacillus crispidus like on the little tip when they're doing the fusion of the egg and sperm, mm-hmm. they increase their success rate like epically. Whoa. Yeah, it's meant to be there. How cool is that? That's wild. Yeah. And we even use uh, bifido probiotics, and we can still bring back, resurrect Lactobacillus crispidus, like to 99.9%. Um, but usually, you know, women may have, you know, any kind of dysbiosis there, fungal or bacterial or both, and it requires, you know, just a little bit of rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some wonderful protocols for that. But we go tongue to tail, you know, um, because everything's connected. Some Some women who get different um vaginal signs they may not really even know it except that they know there's a little itchiness when they eat sugar right or something Mm -hmm. sweet um or they just feel funky and um get bloated but but the bloating actually may be emanating actually from the uterus area they just don't realize it because it's all one you know one cavity it's hard to tell right yeah wow so Let's give listeners, obviously everybody listening, there could be a big variation of what is happening within the gut. We could have some SIBO cases. We have some exactly. listening. We could have, you know, some chronic BV folks listening. <laughs> so <laughs> what can be some general take homes that people can start doing to have a healthier, healthier gut? Those, those goosebump poops we talked about. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to have like such awesome poops that you feel really good afterwards to the point of you want to, you want to frolic in a field after your bowel movement. Exactly. <laughs> you can get them. Yes. It's possible. Yeah. So, okay. Two things I, I could recommend. Uh, one um, is probiotics. We're so into probiotics, all different kinds of probiotics. Um, any kind really is great uh, in my book. Um, and there's some that are way, 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 you know, better for different reasons. Um, we, we have one that's strep free. Uh, it's really important in the beginning of rehabbing um, the gut, we feel not to have any strep uh, uh, strains initially. Because some people, especially if they have agitation, anxiety, or skin issues, usually have antibodies against their own gut strep. And that's really not a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. But of course, when we fix immunity, you know, that will be resolved within like a month or two. But going strep-free in the beginning is really ideal. So we, we have a probiotic that I designed just so we could have that and it's histamine-free and it's very diverse and it's, it's emulated based on mom's milk, which people should have. The strains in mom's milk, everyone should have in their gut. And so we're trying, trying to emulate what might've gotten lost or broken along the way. So it's called uh, Bifa Maximus. I'll give you the link so you can share with uh, listeners if you want. Mm-hmm. And then there are many other probiotics that are awesome. You know, all our stores like a uh, bacterial bo- boutique, um, and I know you sell really a lot of amazing ones as well. We, we like all kinds of probiotics. So there are different other ones that have like vast improvements for any, anything. Right now, um, we do a lot of other uh, probiotics like um, 
that complement the bifida maximus um, and give it even more diversity and um, staying power. And the other one is, uh, that's really awesome, it's called Equilibrium. It's 115 strain, um, really fabulous. And then another one uh, that we really like um, that gives bacterial beauty as well as diversity in the gut and fat loss, okay, it's called um, Ultrafluoric Control. And that's from Metagenics. And all, all three of these give all kinds of different benefits. So we kind of, you know, there's a lot of other ones we recommend to any of the soil products are awesome as well. Prescriptus is mega spore. And which one's um, for people who know that they have dealt with SIBO? So with SIBO, um, if, if they kind of have a, uh, a profile of uh, either constipation or diarrhea, they do really well on Bifamaximus. Cool. Uh, yeah. Almost everyone does really well. We only have like, 0.1% of clients that don't do well on it. And usually these are very like severe mycotoxin mold people. Otherwise mm -hmm. it's tolerated super well because these are the strains that do actually belong in the small intestines. That's why. Awesome. But yeah, but if someone's super, super severe, like, like part of our 0.1% population, they, they actually may have antibodies against their own lacto or their own uh, bifidobacterium. And that would include, you know, strains like in our bifidomaximus and they, they, they'll know, like they'll feel kind of uh, not well, you know, but yeah. our probiotic is really potent. So people get die off with it. So it's not to be mixed up. Like, so we always recommend go, go low and go slow, mm -hmm. very low, go slow. And we, so there's a baby scooper with it and they may only want to do a few pinches. Um, your baby day. scooper is so cute, by the way, when you give <laughs> me a sample of your, of your probiotic, oh, yeah. this is the it cutest is little hot. scooper. And it's really, you know, our it's like Barbie, it's like Barbie yeah. probiotics. Barbie, you're really funny. And it's a, it's a great deal too. Uh, Cause it's only like $12 a month when you're on the maintenance dose, you use like a yeah, couple it's of cheap. Scoops. Yeah. So we, we all, we all want people to do maintenance later. You don't have to do it every day, just a few scoops, you know, a week and then get other probiotics in there as well. Cause ours is, you want other histamine producing ones as well. And other histamine ones um, are great. Mm -hmm. So, so they're all different kinds with the control and ours. We see sometimes fat loss, like in like three to five pounds the first week. That's amazing. And I think partly it's because it lowers inflammation. So we're getting, you know, our lowering our estrogen, lowering our, our bad hormones, you know, and we're getting tightness of the gut. We're getting wow. the yeah, leakiness of the gut all tight. Cause we, if we have a tight butt, we got a tight gut. <laughs> Just like you are slow. So cute. So, okay, cool. So, so, so step one is take probiotics. And from what I, I do for patients, I just have them rotate every few months, just get some variety. Yeah, some of them you may notice yeah. you feel great on other ones. Not so good. Just see what you work yeah. well with and then exactly. go low and go slow. Cool. That's yeah. What that's else? Exactly what else that. can people do? Um, the second is you can do, testing you know we're all like into testing not guessing and then i'm i suck like i don't even test but <laughs> do as we say not as we i do. know don't do as we do you know don't run a you know bacteria empire but um uh, i started testing more you know um and it's like awesome you know like uh so you know you can really see a lot of things and um and then get help you know we have a lot of train i'm sure dr Lowe has lots of training videos we have lots of training videos on our website you know just learn more about your gut um, there's a little, bo little booklet if your readers want to know about the strains that they really want in their gut. These are like Berkshire Hathaway Apple, you know, stock, you know, like mm -hmm. always perform for you, like no matter what. And this is what a lot of people are missing. And, we know, and it, you know, you can know how to resurrect them. They're not that hard to resurrect at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, third is if they, if you really want to learn more, you can um, check out a class. Uh, we have a class with um, 
eight modules and it goes over what, what can you, everything you can do to kind of get into your, uh, your gut and how to make it better, how to fix some of the simple nutrigenomic bypasses as well as get your adrenals like right on par. Mm-hmm. And that's a, uh, eight module, uh, blaster fat, um, class. Um, your, your, your listeners can get like a, a hundred dollar discount as well and a free bottle of your control probiotic we'll throw in, uh, if they're interested. Yeah. But there's so many things to do. I mean, um, probiotics is number one. Um, Second, if you're not into t- testing, we love our class. We, we also have surveys, you know, for people who don't want to totally um, take a, you know, do- double dive in, you know, into testing. Yeah. There's like lots of surveys. You know, there's a few simple questions, you know, if you have acne, okay, are you tired? You know, are you, are you, are you, you know, uh, not sleeping well? Those are like cardinal signs the gut is off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, are you depressed? You know, are you anxious? Are you um, not seeing Great. all the performance? Oh yeah. Brain fog. And you know, sometimes people can't even tell they have brain fog because they've had it for so many decades. Right. Like I'm not sure if I have brain fog. I know. Okay. It took me a long time to kind of put the connection like, Oh, okay. I have a cupcake. And then two days later, I don't feel really great. You know, right. like, you know, it, 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 it is kind of hard unless you run the test and you know how you're feeling at that time. And then you're like, Oh fuck. Like, okay. Wow. Okay. That looks really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. And then, you know, probiotics are great. And, um, but you have to find the ones that work work out well, you know, and, um, we, we love ours cause it really is like 98, 99% of your clients, like all do great on it. And it's a great foundational one. And then after you, we get those strains in, you know, after testing, then we, we really want to diversify, as you mentioned, yeah, getting all in others because we, we have just made extinct so many strains in the gut from antibiotics, you know, the kind of lifestyles we lead that's super stressful. Um, and, and, you know, if anyone had a high sugar diet for a while, you know, you really kind of, I've been there, you know, um, and when I had chronic fatigue for so many years, you know, nothing was there. It's all bad stuff. <laughs> but the great thing is, you know, all this is changeable, even in a month or two. And, and people can regain energy, they can regain a lean body and bloating, not have bloating at all, you know, and also the ability to eat certain things. You know, a lot of people are so super gluten free, if they get a lick of gluten, they die, you know. Yeah. But, you know, we believe like, you know, to, the, to expand the diet is awesome or, or just occasionally have gluten and not die, you know? So we right. love it because yeah, we hear all the time with the bifamaximus, people need gluten again. And that's mm. awesome because mm. you know, it's terrible if like five parts per million gluten kills you, you know? So yeah, people, yeah I mean, I, we don't advocate, of course, you know, eating gluten every day, of, of course, but you know, if you go to Europe and it's a different kind of hybrid, you know, it's not a hybrid uh, gluten and it's more ancestral type and soaked, you know, that's awesome. But just, just to have that tolerability, Mm-hmm. just to have that resilience. And what people will see is that their skin will get better. Their hormones get better. All, all things get better. Yeah. I love that about your approach is how to increase the resilience of your body, the strength of your body, you know, to where it, it functions better on its own and you're able to tolerate more. Yeah. And it's about increasing that strength to where you're not so sensitive everywhere you go. Yeah. And, and so many of us, like if we, we're on a paleo diet, I love the paleo diet or SCD diet. I love the SCD diet. But these are actually diets. If you're not eating a wide variety of foods, you're going to starve some of those really important strains I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Because they do eat like certain um, cooked starches like rice and potatoes. Um, and they, you know, they do eat other things, um, which if you, if you have ancestry where you were around the equator you probably your ancestors probably did have some you know 
or if you were more northern, you know, they were more starchy tubers, cooked starchy tubers um, that would give a lot of energy. And so I love these diets, but if they're too low in FODMAPs, the problem is FODMAPs are like air for the gut. It's like, like oxygen. And if you don't have it, you're suppressing and, and um, you know, dr drowning out and suffocating actually a lot of our really, really important um, flora. Mm -hmm. And then it will, it'll show up. People don't have the resilience. They can't have great hormones and they still suffer or they develop a lot of my clients after these diets, even though they initially felt great, they've developed two or three new problems right. in autoimmune disorders. And that's unacceptable. <laughs> I think for functional medicine, like that should not be the case. And then if we look at microbiome studies, it's because they're not taking the right fuel, you know, fuel, yeah. fiber, FODMAPs, these are all awesome for the gut flora, especially mm. protective ones. Wow. So important. Yeah. It's really about increasing that strength, not making you more sensitive. So exactly. love that reminder. Awesome. Well, doc, where can our listeners follow what you're up to and um, get more of your information, like your classes and the different resources you're talking about? Um, we have a website. Um, it's called the gut Institute.com. Uh, if they want to hear more about, uh, different presentations I've done. There's a media tab at the top and then we have the store tab um, with some of the products that we list. Love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing so much information with us and just being so generous with your, um, just your content. And, and also just like, I love your approach of it's all good. It's no judgment. It's like, and anywhere, no matter where you're at right now, you can get better. You know, I just think it's really, um, you, you have such a, a powerful message. So Thank you for being you and, and just sharing your gift. Oh, thank you so much, Lo. That yeah. means so much to me. Oh, I wish we could hug. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> Real soon. I want some of your microbes. <laughs> your microbes. Yeah, I know. I need to do my test. I'll send it over to you and we can geek out on my poop. Yes. Yes. yes that would be so fun. <laughs> I'll show you mine. I, yes. I know. Show me mine. I'll show you yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, have a wonderful rest of your evening, your week. And um, yeah, thanks again for your generosity. And we will talk to you real soon. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Of course. It's such an honor. Of course. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon.